I've got a beautiful broombird here in front of us and we're going to talk to her in a little bit. Nama Pegram is her name. She was here yesterday at the launch and next year is running for the Greens at the up-and-coming state election. Uh, you are with Sandy Dan and Naomi Pigram in the studio with us. Hello, Naomi. Hi, Sandy. How are you going? Good. Welcome back. Thank and you for having me back for my little check-in. Mm, officially now, it's been a week or so since we've announced you're running for the Greens. What's the reaction been like? Uh, look, uh, a lot of people have been very supportive of it. Um, and so to them, I'm, I'm, you know, absolutely grateful for the support. Um, people have asked questions and uh, I appreciate all the contact that I've had. Uh, this is what we put our hand up for. So by no means do I think it's going to be an easy journey. No, not at all. And in fact, you were just sitting there listening to that interview we were doing with Natasha. In fact, it's the strength of Aboriginal women that carry that promise of uh, a better future. Yeah, absolutely, Sandy. Um, you know, it's always really inspiring to hear a strong uh, Indigenous woman speak like that. And we have many issues uh, and complexities going on in our communities at the moment. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm really focused on, you know, how, how we start to address those causes and, and the reasons for this kind of stuff, you know. Uh, uh, historically, we are always we have always been a people who are very respectful of our old people. So um, it's 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 um, it's quite a, a worry to to hear that you know this is such a big problem in community at the moment. I mean, like like Natasha said, humbug is something that we all know about, and uh, and it's probably becoming more and more of an issue uh, as our people are uh, surviving the uh, you know the. <laughs> The, the impact of trauma, uh, generations and generations of it, in fact, uh, on top of our people. So, uh, you know, these kind of behaviours, no doubt, are uh, becoming sort of part of the issues that we're needing to deal with. So uh, well done to Natasha and, and the Kimberley Birds for their work uh, in that area. In fact, I just love the way you put it with our first conversation together when we spoke about the uh, Community Safety Forum and you were uh, attend that that very much living in the moment, uh, just operating by flight. In fact, you also attended the launch here yesterday afternoon of uh, the Women's Voices uh, by the Social Justice uh, Commissioner, the Aboriginal and Islander, Torres Strait Islander Commissioner Dunaska. Yeah, yeah, I did, Sandy, and uh, I have to say that it was an absolutely inspiring uh, launch um, of uh, of uh, the commissioner's work and and the team that she also think uh, I was I was particularly touched by uh, Nanelia Mills's presentation of her journey along the way with uh, Commissioner uh, June Oscar. Um, look, it, it's 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 things like, and I hope I say this right. Uh, we yani yuthangani. Uh, which means women's voices uh, in Bunaba, I believe, and and uh, this is the the collation of all the stories across the nation. I believe they spoke to over two thousand women uh, across the nation, Indigenous women, and uh, and you know of all ages. So so I, I really look forward to reading the whole report and and absolutely going to that for guidance. Look, you mentioned the community uh, safety forum and and just going back on that stuff about root causes, you know. Um, 
we, we've got we've got a very punitive approach at the moment to dealing with the issues in terms of our young people, uh, crime and, and, and antisocial behaviour. And uh, like, like Superintendent Croft said at the community meeting, and I don't know if anybody's listening, but he actually said that the seven evidence-based causes of crime are poverty, parental neglect, low self-esteem, alcohol and drug abuse, circumstances for which somebody is born into, the weather and population growth, Sandy. Oh, weather. Yeah. Then again, no wonder we're in a trouble mode. Absolutely. And uh, so just a plug for our, our Greens, our party is launching their climate policy today, so look out for that. But what I wanted to say about that is if these are the several evidence-based causes of, of these issues, why are we not dealing with the causes? You know, uh, somebody stood up at that community meeting and said this is a black issue now. Well, yeah, when you think about the statistics and we keep writing on those, why are we not having the services available to our people on the ground to be able to address the cause issues, the causes. Um, you know, I wanted to share a personal story with you today. I'm one of those family members uh, who have got a young person going off the rails at the moment. And I've only just got home. So I, I went out to help my sister-in-law, my ex-sister-in-law, uh, with, with our baby the other night. Now, I rang eight different services the next day, Sandy, for help for our family, as a whole family, to be able to mediate between our young person and ourselves and, and seek support in terms of how we deal with that. We're all trying to uh, change inherent behaviours because of the trauma experienced by our people. Where do we go to change that? There was none available to me. Two of the services were disconnected, their phone numbers. One of them asked me to call back uh, in half an hour because their duty officer was busy. And the other... The, the other said to me that, you know, the other two said to me that there's going to be two weeks anyway to us to even get assessed to see what our need was. I mean, this is not acceptable. We need to be talking about these sorts of things. Yes, and very much politics may not be the panacea, but it's certainly a foot in the door, isn't it? Absolutely, Sandy. And, uh, you know, it leads me on to my next thing. I mean, if, 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 if we've got uh, things like 98% of uh, uh, this, this state is uh, frack-free, uh, banned, there's a ban across 98% of this, this state, and yet 2% of that state you're able to frack the country, what is that saying to the Kimberley people about the well-being and health of their lives? I mean, the Kimberley is, is sitting in that 2%. Which, which now leads me to the, you know, my support uh, of our CEO of the KLC. I mean, he's speaking out really strongly now about uh, amend the amendment bill on foot right now to the Cultural Heritage Act. I mean, you, you wipe out one thing in Section 18 to allow people to have some power and then you, you bury within Section 39 uh, the, the same power. I mean, uh, what are we doing here, really? Exactly. That's questions we're all asking of ourselves and looking for that strength to support others that are being brave enough to take on these challenges. Yeah, absolutely, Sandy. I, I think, look, it's, it's about time to, for us all to come together now. There's a lot of strength in the Kimberley. Um, and I'm certainly going to be looking at the uh, Social Justice Commissioner's uh, we Yani Yuthangani to uh, to look for references in terms of the voices of Aboriginal women across the country to guide me um, on this journey. 
And uh, look, I, I look forward to touching base and connecting with all my people across the Kimberley. Um, and and just just so you know, I'm not just talking about my people. You know, we we our climate and our and the environment that we live in belongs to all of us. So uh, whilst I'm a very proud Aboriginal woman and I'm going to speak up for my people, I'm also talking about everybody else that lives in the Kimberley here and and how important it is for us to look after our environment. It is important to do that as it is with you coming in and just touching base and we hope to have that regularly from you, Naomi. Thank you once again for coming in today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sandy. Um, much love to you and respect and I'll see you next Tuesday at 10.10, hey? Yeah, <laughs> we're breaking off for Christmas but we'll be back in January. No worries, I'll see you then. Excellent. So we'll be taking up this conversation in January once we begin as we get into a new year ahead of us.